In three, two, one. What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Wholesome Monk Podcast. It's your boy, Wholesome Monk, here. And today, I'm joined by the one, the only, my very, very gorgeous friend, Kaki Emu. How are you doing today, my friend? I am doing well. You know, hanging in there with this, doing as best as I can. That's that's honestly, same here. So I don't, I don't even blame you. That's all we can ask for. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you for joining again. I know that, you know, you're a great streamer. Uh-huh. cosplayer con enthusiast anime convention enthusiast mm-hmm. um and the modeling thing is is going your way and i love seeing it i love Thanks. following along on the journey and all that stuff so i'm really happy to have you on here and i was super curious um kind of we've talked a lot mm-hmm. uh, but i want to save these questions for this exact occasion so video games because you're a streamer you do stuff on twitch oh no you cut out Oh, wait, there we go. <laughs> yeah, sometimes Zoom right. will do the whole, the whole little thing. Uh, technology, am I right? But you, mm-hmm. you have done gaming, and I think, and you is yep. a lot of fun watching you game and kind of get like, just lock into like whatever you're playing, you know, and then see mm-hmm. you entertain people. So, what? Tell me a little bit about your video game journey. Like, when did it start? I first started playing video games because I didn't have friends and my dad saw that and he gave me an NES that he like he got my mom but like of course she never used it he literally got it for her to play freaking Wheel of Fortune <laughs> like really but but I played Super Mario Brothers uh, slash Duck Hunt if you remember that cartridge yeah. was, like, both games. yeah and then it progressed from there I became obsessed dependent almost <laughs> No, I feel like, no, I feel like that's a, it's, it's definitely, we have games. I think a lot, especially when it comes to those type of games. Um, I remember the dual cartridges. I remember uh, my brother's a huge gamer. We're eight years apart. So like he was a huge gamer. I'm the younger one. And like, mm-hmm. so whatever he played, I kind of like played or like watch him play. And I was right. like fascinated with like video games. Um, and, and so, so you started with that. So where did, where did the progression go to like from, from dunk hunt, duck hunt, uh, to like these games you play now like just walk me through your the life of Kathy. Sure. the whole thing all right so it went I remember my first like it went oh I almost skipped the N64 I was obsessed with both the Pokemon stadiums like Ooh, okay, okay. And, and hey you Pikachu even though that thing infuriated me like all I wanted to do was pick up the fucking strawberry and it wouldn't do it I was screaming into this microphone as a child just to pick up the strawberry because yeah. I, I I don't know if you ever played that but before that Pikachu is your friend he does not care like at all I, I can imagine oh I god imagine. and then I played the Powerpuff Girls game too but then the mo- and then Animal Crossing and Harvest Moon on the GameCube but my more serious like gaming started on like the 360s and like my dip into the 360 kind of started with Guitar Hero and then like like I was kind of like you know what I have the 360 why don't I like you know try out some games for it besides Guitar Hero because my wrist started to hurt and I want to do something else and I think I think Fairy Tale Fights that was the first one I played on 360 it was one of the first 360 games to come out and I was like obsessed immediately I was like this is the cutest like gory game I've ever seen and then I played Splatterhouse that's a good one Flatterhouse is good. Okay, that sounds yeah. scary. You know how it's I literally those. just metal music and hack and slash. It's a perfect angry game. It's perfect. <laughs> and I was super. I, in college, we would all play uh, Alice Madness Returns on the 360 while uh, you know, doing stuff. And uh, then 
I fell off of it for a while because I got distracted by things. And then I started dating someone uh, and they were super into like the Xbox One. And then this is where it started. It's with Neverwinter. <laughs> is I got obsessed with Neverwinter. And that's like literally all I would play. And then we broke up. He took all the systems. I got my own Xbox One. I played Neverwinter a lot. But I played, oh my God, what else do I, I? Life is Strange is my favorite game ever. I know that like oh, yeah. people don't really count that as a video game. but like, It's 100% a video game. It's, the puzzles in it are hard, man. They like are. those puzzles, I, some yeah. of them are hard. That's fair. <laughs> Yeah, it's like it's a thing, and it's emotional. Like it's like almost like Attack on Titan esque. Like, <laughs> I love just, the comparison. I love. And it. what am I wrong? Like, it's just, <laughs> they take you know, and then I uh my 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 Grammy passed in 2019, and she left me you know some money, and I was dating someone who was like super into computers. And, you know, we were, like, talking about, like, computer games and stuff like that. And, like, I had played on my friend's PCs and stuff like that. And I, like, I liked PC gaming. I preferred the keyboard and mouse. And, like, so we went and built my PC. And then I decided to start out streaming. <laughs> that's, how, that's how we got here. <laughs> it has a great segue and transition into the next thing I want to ask you is streaming. You're a Twitch streamer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you seem to really enjoy it. I, I've tuned into a couple of your streams and I really love how you engage with the, uh, your audience or whoever's like watching and still maintain playing while still being entertaining, which again yeah. is a juggling act and it, yeah. it, it sounds like it and it really is. So yeah. I was curious about what made you want to get into that because that's a different that's a different gear. That's a whole different jump from like just casually gaming or even yes. building your PC and things like that to actually like entertainment now. So yeah. It was mostly because, like, my friends were like, you know, you're kind of funny, right? And I was like, maybe. They're like, you should just try. And I'm like, I, I guess. And so, like, you know, I, I at first I started, like, recording first. I was, like, too nervous to go live. So I just started recording myself first. I'm like, yeah. And then that deer video went viral on TikTok. And I'm like, okay, I guess that I can start streaming. So then that's how that happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair deer video that made my that made my choice <laughs> so because I, I think you hit on something important there too um it as someone who does stream as well especially going live on tiktok a lot and stuff like that is definitely a very uh tedious time consuming and can be a very scary thing so if you don't mind talk to me a little bit about like what um I guess, like, what what's some of the things you do to kind of combat the nervousness or maybe some anxiety or anxiousness that you you may or may not feel from no stream idea. to stream? It's totally not my pen. <laughs> uh, no, I meditate a lot, actually. <laughs> I started doing that because <laughs> after, after, like, I hit, like, that ground and, like, spike up in followers, I got, like, heavy anxiety about, like, the pressure of content creation and, like, broke mm-hmm. under pressure. And, like, that's when I really started, like, focusing inward and, like, trying to, like, control my emotions more. So, like, or my mind, rather. So I just started meditating. And any time I get, like, either intrusive thoughts or, like, like, you know, just anxiety about streaming, I'll, like, meditate and, like, just positive affirmations. Out the ass. 
like I am beautiful I am amazing I have friends <laughs> like you just got to keep telling yourself that because the more and more you say it, that's you just got to put yourself in that mindset because you are you attract what you put out like you put out negativity and that you're going to fail you're going to fail and attract negativity you put out positivity and you're going to succeed and look what happens you succeed it's all in the mindset no I think that's I think that's fair. I think that's, I think that's important because I feel like, like you said, it's about, you know, um, being a content creator, there's a lot of pressure that comes with it, especially if you want to pursue more so, especially if you want to pursue it like full time, or you want mm -hmm. to be something you take, you can take serious that can take you places. Then of course, there's going to be a lot of pressure, just like with any other job or any other, um, you know, grind that you're going to have to do out there. So I think it is important. Um, mm -hmm. And I like that you said it and touched on it of like, you know, uh, focusing on yourself and, and telling yourself that you can do something and that you are who you think you are and who you're supposed to be. You are where you're, you're where you're supposed to be as well. And I think that's super important. And I feel like you also do a lot of things that I guess are anxiety inducing and, and anxiousness, which with like, which comes with content creation in general, like, you know, any content creator can agree to that because you also do cosplaying, which, mm -hmm. Out of everything in this world, cosplaying, like in, in, in entertainment, I feel like anything when it comes to showing off certain parts of the body or like just yeah. anything that involves that whole mental gymnastics when it comes to showing your body online yeah. or in a studio where mm -hmm. the situation may be. Talk to me a little bit about your cosplay journey. When did it start for you? Uh, actually, two years ago, surprisingly. Um, it's, it's, I saw Tokyo Ghoul and I saw Rize and I'm like, I want to be there. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I, wanted, I like, I loved Rize so much that I just got into cosplay because of it, because I, I just wanted to be here that bad. And then actually Anime NYC, the Zero Two that I wore was the most revealing cosplay I've like worn. Really? Yeah. Like the okay. most, not like. I mean, I wore like a bunny suit, but that like everyone wears bunny suits. Like mine was kind of more like straps and like risky, like TikTok band side. Like, and I never really wore that. Like, like the most I did was Harley Quinn, but it was still not as strappy and stuff. It was, it was, it, it, I actually almost didn't wear it to, to be honest. Really? I was so paranoid that like, like not only that I wasn't gonna think I look good in it, but I didn't think like anybody was gonna like that version of her because it's different. So I it was either gonna go really well or really bad, and I, that made me really anxious. No, I can I I, I agree because I feel like even for me when I get into cosplay or do a shoot where I'm not behind the camera, it's very it's very inducing. And the reason why I even first start really doing like i guess self shoots and doing more selfies and stuff is so at, on the on the photographer side of things i felt like i could do a better job at taking photos kind of know what the models are like going through and things like that i felt i feel like there's a little bit too much at least for me i felt like there was a little bit too much of a disconnect by not experiencing mm -hmm. taking my photo or like just still just feeling what the models will feel so i guess uh you know what what helps you i guess um get over some of those anxieties that you felt at anime nyc um where you felt like maybe oh this costume won't do well or oh maybe people won't ask to take the photos with me like just some of the things you may have wanted out of the cosplay but you felt this anxiousness and anxiety with it and friday didn't help by that damn one. oh my god <laughs> luckily i was in raven that day with long sleeves 
True. And like, and like, you know, a longer skirt. So I wasn't as bad. If I would have been in zero two, I would have died. Like, yeah, I know. agree. And I was prepared on Saturday. I wore pajama pants and everything. And then we got right in. I'm like, of course. <laughs> but like, yeah, I had to get over it. <laughs> uh, I, um, like first it was like, I got into the cosplay and then like took a bunch of photos in it first. Cause like, you know, if I like my selfies, I might like the outfit. And then it started growing on me. And I was like, ah, oh, okay, maybe. And then like, you know, I, I kept like trying it on, like leading up to Anime NYC. And like, I had a good support system of friends that were like, you can do it. Like, it's going to be good. And then like, I finally, like I was meditating on it one day and I was like, I'm really just worried that like, nobody's going to like it. Like, or like, nobody's going to like, you know, want my photo. And then like this thought came in my head, like, why does it matter? Like, why does it matter if, anyone asks for a photo why does it matter if anyone else likes it besides you when it's your project and it's on your body you're the one that should be happy with it and that's all that matters that's 100 fair and 100 true and i i agree with you i feel um you know that it does get in your like again because we're we're usually like when you do content creation mm-hmm. a lot and that's something you again you like engross yourself into that like your everything kind of becomes a certain type of like that mindset never really goes away, especially the longer you do it. So we'll go into everyday life or things that maybe shouldn't like affect it, but it will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's fair. I think it's valid to, to feel that way, but I'm happy that you're able to overcome it and like actually cosplay and hopefully enjoy yourself. Um, and, and along with your friends, everyone that came with you. So I think that's, that's really important to, to do, and, you know, and you, you don't stop there. You, you also do other modeling and different things yeah. that you look like you enjoy a lot and that you have a lot of fun with. So talk a little bit about that. Like what, what made you, I guess, fall in love with modeling and, and, uh, and being in front of the camera so much? Uh, being behind it as a photography major. <laughs> I was so, I wanted, because mostly it was like a lot of my guy friends had trouble finding models because of how bad of a reputation men have in the photography field. Yep. So they were having a hard time finding models. So it would have to be like me or they would fail the class type thing, you know? So then I kind of got used to it and like, I kind of was like starting to like it and like working with new people, meeting new people, meeting other models and stuff like that. And then I had an ex who made me quit for two years. So getting back into mm. that was like super bad hard again. But I did it. I can't like, no. I just, it feels like liberating in a way to like feel good in front of the camera. Like it's hard to explain the feeling of like being comfortable in front of the camera. Like it definitely takes like, years to like get that composure in front of a camera you know like even now I still like get nervous and like forget how to pose so it's like it's it's always a thing it's tough yeah that's about to say I, I definitely trust me when I was when I started getting from the camera I think it was like 20 like basically when lockdown first happened and everything like that's when I started being like okay well I can't go do photo shoots and the world shut down but I don't want to lose my skill set right. um and so, and that's when I started to kind of just start leaning into photography. And of course the world shuts down. So I'm like, okay, well, I need yeah. to keep practicing <laughs> somehow and keep being active. So that's why I was like, all right, well, I have to be my own model now, which I was super uncomfortable with. 
yeah. like whether it was pho- uh, photography or doing videos like i hated mm. doing the skits where i was playing like multiple characters mm. and i had to get over it i was like well i need to make content and i want to get back into this so like i need to do something so i kind of just like <laughs> i kind of got over it um but i did have and i talk about this a lot i, I did have um a panic attack i think when i cosplayed uh this character in yasha and because the first cosplay where it's like full on, like there's no hiding. Mm-hmm. This is cos like the uh, white long ass wig. Like, yo, mm-hmm. my boy, you're in cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so like, yeah, it was crazy. And I, I sent messages to all my friends with the photo and was like, hey, this look good. I feel like I look stupid. Da, da, da. And all of them were like, and I was like, it was my first like cosplay. And so they're like, this is your first. It's, it's hilarious because like all of them were like, "This is your first cosplay." I just figured like you did this shit already. Like I felt like this was something that you yeah. just did. You just never really like, posted it. I was like, "No, I just I've never done this before." Yeah. Um, you know, and even like over that, I lost like a lot of like relationship and connections because of the cosplaying. Because people saw me only as a comedian that did stand up comedy and stuff, and then like doing and obviously when the pandemic first happened, it hit like everything shut down. So there was no performing anything. Um, so like, yeah. you know, and I never really went back to the stage after that. So like a lot of people were just like, Oh, he just does this cosplaying and these other skit things. I'm not really interested in that, which is fair, but then to lose like connections over, it was like tough. So that's what like, I guess the anxiety with that came into mm-hmm. mind. Um, Cause people were like, you like anime? I never knew that. And I was like, I never like try to hide it. I just was like, when I was in college anyway, I was doing like 30 credit hours. Anyone who went to college knows how much that is. And I was doing two jobs, working like one, two jobs. At one point, I was working two jobs while doing 30 credit hours. So like, this is crazy. yeah, I had no time. <laughs> so I mean, that's why I didn't even talk about anime. I was like, I don't have time to watch it. Yeah. Um, and so, so and stuff like that. So I was like, just uh, pressed. So I definitely uh, relate to you on that. End. But, I've, you know, like I said, I've seen your photos and I follow really closely of what you do and everything and like how active you are. So like, I want also want to know how important is it to you to like, interact with your followers because you have i mean you have like what 7k on ig alone um not even counting all the other numerous social medias you have so like how how important is it to like you know keep that connection and keep uh with uh, your fans and followers very but it's not easy <laughs> like at all like i i'm gonna be honest with you it's uh when i got home from california and started posting all the modeling pictures on my new instagram and started getting like like double the likes I usually get and like all these comments that I'm not used to getting like first couple days fine and then it just exhausted me and I couldn't touch my phone for like four days like I still am having trouble responding to comments because it's like just I just it's like overload overstimulating almost like but like my friend Clover gave me some really good advice she said to like just put time aside in a day to do it and then just don't do it besides that time and then you won't over just do all of your socials at one time and then just don't focus on that the rest of the day and that's been actually working so yay clover thank you (laughs) no that's that's i i I echo that because i feel as someone who does uh just like so much content not only just mine but for other companies and stuff as well like and then on top of that like um you know like i work my nine to five then i then i come do everything I gotta do then I have to work out then I have to plan stuff then I have to go check all my emails from like my personal email box that comes through from like um brand deals and stuff like that it's exhausting as hell so 
I definitely relate. And as someone who really can never not check his phone because I'm like, basically, I, I guess you could say double dipping. Um, yes. I have to like, um, I have to like go and, you know, just find time, just kind of like shut my brain off and like relax a little bit and just kind of like, you know, and just DM friends. Sometimes it's yeah. sometimes as simple as yeah. DMing friends and just like, or texting them or whatever, FaceTime and just be like, yo, let's just talk about like, whatever you know mm-hmm. like you talk about stuff i mean I ta- I've, I've talked your ear off many times you already yes. know i love talking so yeah. it, it's just about that kind of thing um and connections with that because i feel like that's what keeps you grounded mm-hmm. and kind of like because i can imagine how overstimulating it is to deal with that especially since it's like it's also pictures of you or if it's yeah. videos it's videos of you so you like you have to constantly like, hear or look at yourself which isn't like Ugh, yeah yeah you know it's, just, it's not even like a, a self-hatred type. it's just like it's I, I know what I look like. I see myself. My problem is if I see myself too much, I yeah. notice everything wrong. And yeah, then I just start too, yeah. hating it. And yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I just, so I like, I hate looking at my things. I hate, I hate going back and like looking at my photos or videos too much because I just, I will pick myself apart to the point that I delete the photo. Like, <laughs> so, like, I just don't do it now. Like, because if I'm not like constantly looking at it, then, then there's nothing to pick at. <laughs> No, that's, that's fair. I mean, I, especially when it comes to like nothing pisses me off because you'll notice, like, especially if you edit your photos or videos and stuff like that, like you notice the, oh, that thing was like a centimeter off and that looks, it fucks up the whole, like even no mm-hmm. one will notice. You're like, yes. no, but I know yeah. that because you yeah. kind of like forget that you obviously edited it and everything. Yeah. So of course you're going to, you had like the closest look to everything. Yep. Like you think everyone else can see it and stuff. Yep. And it's just like so crazy. And it's like, yes. So I was literally matters. spiraling about that with Clover the other day too. I'm going to mention her a lot, by the way, because she's like my rock <laughs> because like, I was just, I've been spiral. I have not been okay since California. I've, I've, I've not handled the pressure. Well, your girl's not fine. Like, I mean, now I am. I, I, I was like, I fell deep into a depressive episode, but clawed my way out doing good coming back. But I started actually, no, she was the one about the photo editing and I'm like Clover you know we're the only ones that are going to notice right like and I kept saying that to her and I always do that I give my own advice and then don't take it <laughs> like it's that's my life though it's no that's fair it's <laughs> yeah it's it's no it's hard to it's you know we're our own biggest critiques I feel like people on the internet, like you know the internet don't get that they're like oh like they, they're so easy it's so easy uh so easy to criticize others and it's like you don't understand how much work these people put in because they care about y'all. Like they, they, your your creators yeah. care about the you know the views. They care about y'all. They care about yeah. how they look at what they're doing. They want to do the best job. So like you know that's why I try to just like I, I just try to make my place a fun zone yeah. so that we can just forget about the outside troubles for a second mm-hmm. and just kind of like just focus in on some some positivity or or yes. some some different things but yeah because I, I think like you say you do you do a lot um and you do a lot of very cool projects and a lot of cool things like i said i've seen your your um your photos and i've seen you know like especially when we first connected on social media uh through mutual friend and um and yeah, so your work's always been really stellar and like you, you always look like you're having a great time which i think is important to one show, but obviously to personally make sure you have a lot of fun with it. 
Um, otherwise, it's just going to be like a chore and it's going to be like just too much work. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, just that trip. I mean, is that your first like was this your first like trip like to Cali and doing this whole like yep. thing? Mm-hmm. It was my first it was my uh, it was my uh, signing shoe. Oh, OK. Uh, so it was my first time out there as I've never been like to the west coast of my life so I've never been on a plane that long wait no yes I have I went to Jamaica I've never been on a plane I haven't been on a plane in that long you know it's been since middle school like but it was like it was like a 10 hour trip man I want to friggin die I was up for like 34 hours straight I couldn't do it okay it was too much <laughs> and then $15 for three chicken tenders at an airport. I will not let that go. I have been mentioning that to everybody since I came home that I spent $15 on three chicken tenders, this big, by the way, and then a bunch of French fries. Thanks. I mean, the, the, that, they'll get you. They'll get you like that. You because can't... they have you trapped there. You can't leave. Yeah, that's why you, so can't, you, have you can't give to into pay it. for their food. I hate it. You can't, you cannot get into it. You know, you got, you got to, you got to either starve yourself to death. No, because they don't even let you bring your own in either. They don't. Like, your forts. And then at $6 for a monster. And then they had the nerve to not even have the pink one. Like, <laughs> had to drink the regular one. <laughs> oh, first world problems. But yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> but no, I, I think, um, you know, you're going to do great things. And, you know, I always tell people, don't ever feel if you ever feel overstimulated or exhausted, don't further exhaust yourself because not fun for you. It's not fun for anyone who watches you, you know, so it's like oh, it's yeah. just kind of like you got to recharge. Yeah. Um, and I always tell people, I mean, you never feel bad about, you know, having to recharge. I always tell people as long as you voice that you what what's your thing, like communication is just so key. I'm sure you know this communication with your your base is key because the real people will stay there. And be there for you, you know, when you're ready to come back and you're ready to do your thing and, um, and, and, you know, get all that stuff done. But thank you so much for, for joining us and, and talking about and being so open about, you know, your, your content and what you do. Where can the people find you out there on the internet? All of them. <laughs> uh, well, you know, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok. What's the what's the what's the what's the hat name? Oh, I allowed to say it. Yeah, the, the, your at name. Yeah, it's khaki emu. Khaki yeah. underscore emu. All right. What well, were you? I couldn't Wait. remember if I'm allowed to like say like my name or shit. Listen, oh yeah, I fuck, bro. Are you okay? No, that's because fine. I didn't smoke all day because of work. Like that's true. That's fine. I'm glad you're down to earth, or at least down to earth enough. To remember your name because that that's important to remember your identity you know you don't want to repeat that spongebob episode um imagine <laughs> no the, no the one where he lost his identity yeah that 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 one wait which one is that because i'm thinking of the one where he deletes his soul brain no he has like <laughs> it, it, might be, it might have been the same episode but like he has like his id badges gone <gasps> oh yeah um, yeah shit i remember that yeah yeah, it was on the back of the shirt, right? It was he had a back shirt on backwards. Yep. Yeah, that's I what happens. That. You see, not too high to forget. Oh. Uh, uh, a SpongeBob classic, <laughs> and you guys can follow me at wholesome underscore monk on all social media platforms I'm on. I'll be under that, as you know. I try my best to keep it all the same, 
And if you watch the episode, you listen to it, you're now 10% more wholesome than you were before you listened. Peace out, everybody. And just like that, we are...